0: I feel the same. I have so much respect for what you guys are doing, but you don't need me as a partner. I don't think you would be advantageous to you. I'm out. Switching channels. A podcast about television. Starring... Daryl Roberts. Also starring Dan Delgado. Welcome to Switching Channels, the Shark Tank edition. Oh my God, the Shark Tank edition is back.
1: I'm Daryl Roberts. And I'm Dan Delgado. And I'm impressed that you got it right. And how wonderful is it to say that? You know, it's like weird. As I said that,
0: I just pepped up. Not that I don't like talking about other television shows. Don't take this the wrong way. Sure. But my 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 life's passion when I get behind the microphone if I'm going to be talking about television shows is to be talking about Shark Tank.
1: I am so with you 100%. I have enjoyed the summer. We've talked about a lot of other TV shows, which really right. is kind of the idea of switching channels. But the Shark Tank edition just became sort of the it just, I I don't know, it felt like it was our thing when we were doing it Yeah, we didn't even
0: start out saying we're going to specialize in Shark Tank. We, in fact, started out with Shark Tank as one of the shows that we were going to review, and then we said, you know what, we might as well just go
1: ahead and and include it in some way in every podcast. Yes, and it's nice when something like that happens because it's just organic. It just grew that way. It was, okay, this is the way that we like to have these conversations, so let's have them that way, and I think that also helps us to be more on top of, of getting these episodes out, which, to be honest, we were always very good at getting the Shark Tank ones out. Oh, absolutely. We never had a problem there. Yes, yes. And I do have to apologize because we are a week behind. Shark Tank came back last week, and I was out of town last weekend, ergo, there is no podcast for that first episode of the season. So, mm-hmm. What are you going to do about that? I don't know. I've been thinking about it, and I, I don't know if we should go back and do it. Or I think if- that
0: we yeah. owe it to Shark Tank, even though it's going to be a slightly. Le- Let me tell you something really quickly. Okay, do it. I record Shark Tank, Okay, right? and I record it on my DVR. Sure. When I went to look at my uh, DVR today, it said, what is this, season six? Is that what this was? Yeah, season six. Mm-hmm. That's okay. What it said is Shark Tank season six, episode three. Yes Now that's wrong
1: right Well I don't know I believe there were two episodes that first week
0: Well if there were two episodes that week then it's right and that, didn't, that negates my entire point My point was going to be Oh okay if such a mistake can happen on that level, uh-huh. then we can truly be forgiven for making a mistake on our level, but we should be better than them and we should go back and correct our mistake okay. and put out a second podcast for the first
1: episode even if it comes later. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's here's what we'll do, all right? We'll, yeah. we'll get ba- down to business and check out what we missed, and then when we have the opportunity, we'll go ahead and put that out. All right, all right. The thing is you you just don't want to put out two at the same time because then one gets listened to and then nobody listens to the other one. No, it doesn't have to come
0: out at the same time, but you're right. We can put it out on a week when Shark Tank's on vacation because they take a lot of vacations.
1: Right, yes. Maybe – yeah, that would be a a good time to do it when they start busting out reruns. In fact, they're probably going to rerun that one. Episode one will be the first one I would think that they would rerun. And then that's where we could put that podcast.
0: Is that how they do it? When they start rerunning, they start rerunning that current season?
1: Yeah, that's how it usually works. They go back. Okay, and well, then, then they start yeah. The then the
0: ones. first rerun should be the one that we missed out on. Bingo. Right. All right. All right, so let's do that. See, we've already
1: formulated a plan. I like this. We okay. plotted our way into the future. Are you ready to get down to business on this But wait a second. Of- when oh, they oh, do sorry. that
0: rerun, it's probably going to be on some sort of a holiday. Our, our, will our fans download our podcast
1: on a holiday I think podcast fans just download shows I think that's what well, happens it's that's just, just what they do that's what they do because you, you don't listen to a pod, you don't just sit down in front of your laptop and then just put your headphones on and just you know sit back I don't think a lot of people do that I think a lot of people download it it's on their phone and they're gonna you know sync it to their car and while they're on the go they'll start checking things out that's and what I, I do that is that is primarily how I listen to shows so I think think they will be listening regardless it'll just all right, pop all right. in for them
0: got it all right well then i'm in
1: all right as long as you're in i'm in you ready to, are, are you ready to get into this episode yes if we could start talking about shark tank i would appreciate it all right well as, as long as you appreciate it uh let's let's go ahead and just do the due diligence of pointing out who's there and who's not there all of your regulars are there except for barbara corcoran so mm-hmm. that means we got Mark Cuban, you've got Damon John, you've got Laurie Grenier, you've got uh, Kevin O'Leary, and you've got Robert Hershevick.
0: Well, didn't we just pretty much establish that that means that we have Damon this week?
1: Oh, you know what? There are times when we might have uh, Damon and Barbara and Laurie is out. For some reason, those three are on some sort of a rotation. Although, yes, more and more we're getting no Damon. And it should be pointed out, saw the previews for next week, and you may have already noticed, no Damon next week. So wait a minute, who was gone before, when when there were both of them? Who who else was gone? Well, sometimes initially they would just switch out the women. They would just switch out Barbara for Lori, Lori for Barbara. Oh,
0: right, right, right.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. And, so now it's so like so a real... when,
0: whenever there's both of them, that's right. That's when there's a daemon. Yes, that's when, or a
1: daemon comes up missing. Yes, that's when Damon is missing. Is when they decide. Okay, too late. I guess somewhere along the way, someone decided. You know what? Maybe it looks sexist that we only allow one woman on at a time, or maybe I don't know what. It, I don't really know what the thought process was, but at some point they just decided. You know, if we're gonna have the two women on, we gotta get the black guy out of here.
0: Do you think that inside of contract negotiations, they literally sit there and say this, you know, like, you think Mr. Wonderful's contract just says, screw this. You can do whatever you want to do with these two women. But I'm staying, and I will be in the middle spot, and I will always be here on every episode.
1: I have no idea. I think that Mr. Wonderful is awfully valuable to the entertainment content of the show. So they probably want to keep him there as often as possible. Like, right. I would say him and probably Mark Cuban are the two that they probably want to keep in every episode. I'm right. I, I'm honestly surprised that they don't switch out Robert uh, uh, here and there. Now, yeah,
0: he seems like he could – I could imagine him being uh, gone every once in a while.
1: Right, yes, you could. You could. Now, he does get switched out when they bring the guest shark in, and the guest shark always sits on that last seat. And for some reason he gets I, – I believe he gets switched out for that. I'm not Sure.
0: Oh, right, whenever right? they do bring in some – okay, I could yeah, you know what? You could picture the guy on the end, on that end, all yeah, the he's way to the right. always on the end, but sometimes – maybe could he be sitting
1: next to Robert and we don't notice Robert anymore? That is that is entirely possible. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm thinking about now. Now I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think Robert's there and we just don't notice. Well, then who would not be there? I don't even – you know what? I don't know. No, that's, I think that on those days they add
0: an extra chair.
1: Oh, so they they do the magical thing of adding an extra chair, the thing that they can't I do the other times. I think that they do that for the yeah for the guests. That's the ridiculous. same thing that we say that they could just do all the time. I have to figure that Damon and Lori and Barbara are totally okay with taking nights off. With yeah, I mean,
0: I I have heard you know just with the structure from various, I don't know, just say American Idol in general. Uh, women on panels don't want other women on panels, and for some reason, it's okay to say that. And you won't be called out on it. Where if any other ethnic group or if men were to say that I think they'd be called out on it.
1: That's pretty interesting.
0: Like like if I said, I you know what, I'll be on Shark Tank because I'm an entrepreneur and I and I've got, you know, all this cash. Sure. I uh I, I will be on there, but I, I no other black guy can be on there when I'm when I'm there. <laughs> David, I need to you have be to the go. only <laughs> other one on the panel, otherwise I won't do it. If that leaked out that I made that statement all hell would break loose. Oh,
1: absolutely. Oh, you'd be vilified. It would go bad right. for you.
0: Yes, but for some reason it's anymore. okay to say I want to be the only woman on the panel. Nobody would ever make that that as a negative. In fact, that's all. That's like understood from the get-go. Yeah, I can see why she would want to be the only woman.
1: All right. You're now taking this show into an entirely different direction. I'm sorry. Please. Can we, can I'm sorry. we focus on the content of the episode? That I, I truly week? am apologizing here. Alright, so let's... You ready to begin with the first group in? Yes. Okay, so first in the tank we had Ray Phillips and Alvin Uwe. And I sure hope I'm saying his name properly. It's just you why? I don't know. They are with soap socks. And what is a soap sock? Well, it seems to be a sponge that is inside of a stuffed animal and it's so wonderful and exciting to use that your child, who hates taking baths, will now jump into the tub so they can play with their soap socks. Yeah. Right. That's right. right. Now, they are there initially looking for 10% of their company in exchange for $260,000. Daryl, what did you think of soap socks? I thought originally that the soap
0: socks was a really cute idea. I mean, i I'm you know, got... I've got a host of nieces and nephews. I've raised two children myself. I, I you know, Technically, I've raised more than two when I look at my nieces and nephews. And I do realize that children need that extra oomph when it comes to taking baths. They need that extra bit of motivation, as it were. But when And, and so I thought the idea was cute. I mean, you know, when they start talking about putting the soap in here and lathering up, it looked like that guy used some liquid soap. Am I right about that? Yeah, I think so. That ain't going to keep lathering up like that. That's only going to lather up for a a second. You're going to get whatever lather you have in that one squirt and putting in there, and you're not going to get continuous lather. You're just not going to do that. You're going to have to keep doing that thing. But I still thought it was a cute idea. Once they mentioned how
1: much it cost – I immediately said, "This is crazy." Nineteen ninety nine is yeah. the price tag for a soap socks now. But Daryl, they have distribution already in Nordstrom. They've made three hundred thousand dollars in sales in only six months. Yeah, it's so a good idea. Yeah,
0: you got to find. The people will buy this. Well, the thing but is, not, not, not in droves, not in the Shark Tank droves. I mean, this is not going to be
1: one of those products that people are going to be lusting after. Well, you know, Nordstrom's is a little bit of an upscale store. Absolutely. So, so I, I believe that that's how you could go ahead and make a little bit of profit uh, at nineteen ninety nine there. But there. This guys, ain't going to sell in Toys R Us. Right, exactly. That's what they're looking to do. They want to be in Toys R Us. They want to be in Walmart. They want to be in Target. Now, I yes. would say, I looked at this product, and I tell you, maybe I, I must be completely wrong here. But it seems like aren't there things just like this that are already out there? Aren't there already other sponges that are, look like toys that kids not can like use? This. This?
0: I've not seen anything that looks like this. I've got to give it to them with the design on these things because usually when you see something that looks like this, you cannot put that in the tub. It's not made in the kind of way where you can put that – you're not supposed to be getting these things wet. These things are really sophisticated. I don't – I think that they're actually probably worth that price point. I just know that when it comes to actually purchasing it, especially that little um, um – what is that? That what it? Crocodile thing? I mean there's like a lot of detail in, in the in the turtle. There's a lot of detail that went into these things. The stingray I'm now looking on, on the website – these things are cool. I don't think that there's a lot like
1: this. If there are, I don't know about them. Okay, so maybe there's some fancy sponges out there and sponges in shapes of things, yeah. but not necessarily where it, it's... It is pretty much like a stuffed animal. Because with this, the sponge is, is actually the on the animal. inside. Yes.
0: And what they've done is they've taken some cloth that I guess it's okay to get wet and they've covered the sponge with that and, and that's probably you know what makes this thing so expensive. One of the downsides of this thing is... After you're done, you gotta hang this thing up to dry before the kid can, you know, take it. Yes. Otherwise, you're gonna get mold and bacteria all over the place.
1: Yeah, that seems like it's kind of a thing. I mean, I no one really got into it, but yeah, I could totally see that being an issue. I can also see it smelling after a while.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: That thing is gonna stink.
0: That thing's gonna be moldy.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. So anyway, let's let's get down to the actual business here. Uh, Damon was interested, but he found the valuation is too high, and he said, "Listen, here's what I'll do." I will. Um, I'm looking for thirty three and a third. Give me a third, and I will give you what you want. And then you had Laurie and Robert who were initially out, but then they came back in and said, "Well, you know what? We'll buy you. We'll buy the whole thing for a million dollars." And these guys had to sit there and think about it, and they, you know, hemmed and hawed, and it was, uh, no thanks. Yeah, they didn't. They, they. How hard do you think that they really looked at it, though? I don't know. It seemed like that as soon as they didn't get what they were, what they wanted. You know, I, I, I'll tell you what. I heard a million dollars. I said sold. That's what I yeah. did because that's yeah. the kind of guy I am. Give me a million dollars. I'll you can, exactly. I'm thinking
0: you, to myself. I came up with this idea. I'll, I'll come key. up with another
1: one. And yes, that's and right. if you want to give me a million dollars for that one, I'll take it. Yes, and you know, I, I I I might have been willing to try to negotiate something where I maybe I keep a small equity stake. Just to, that's uh, what
0: I thought to myself. I'm thinking to you know, myself like, look, I brought this thing to the table. Yes. How about you give me nine hundred and fifty thousand, and you just cut me in something Big. on the back end? But right. listen, if they would have right. taken that million dollars, they really would have been paid a million dollars for coming up with an idea. Pretty much.
1: Pretty much, but really.
0: Uh, you're thinking about it, though. You got taxes, and then you're splitting that in half. Uh, that ain't re- well. That that's definitely living nice money. You can you know cruise for a while, but that's not going to be. Don't
1: have to do anything else. Well, that's, for the rest of your life. See, but money. that's that's why you negotiate that back end. You get a little something, and then you yeah. can take that million and maybe fund whatever else it is that you have, unless, of course, you don't have any ideas, and I understand this. Sometimes, if you're a creative person, and you have an idea, and now you're exploring that idea, and and then you're done, you kind of get a feeling of, wow, I may never have another one.
0: Well, you have two guys here. One of them may be a little bit more creative than the other.
1: You got to hope you got to hope. I don't Well, what I'm
0: saying that, that this would end their partnership. So one guy might be more afraid of this idea right. of selling it out
1: for a million dollars than the other one. That's true. I mean, look, somebody could go ahead and offer a million dollars for the Switching Channels podcast, right? And then, yeah. and then they would say, well, listen, you guys will come up with another show idea, so don't worry right. about it. But right. you know, And what? then
0: you are yelling at me, let's sell. I'm now holding out saying, this is my dream, Dan Delgado. Yeah. I'm not selling it. any – in fact, one of the guys said, even if they offered us $5 million, even if they offer us 10, that's which is just, just crazy. That's put, just let's, dumb. Let's just explore <laughs> that for a second. Somebody wants to buy Switching Channels podcast. Yes. They start out with a million. They're really interested. Now they're up to $5 million. Mm. I'm holding out. I'm just saying, no, I won't sell. What happens to our relationship? Oh,
1: first of all, I never talk to you again. Uh, the, the, I may fly over there. And, and, and beat you over the head with something when you're not expecting it. Like you come out. We might actually get to a physical altercation over it, this? It, it, it would be the kind of altercation where it would be to the back of your head. You'd never know it was coming. And you may not even realize that it was me when it was over. Or, oh, well,
0: hopefully. Or, I wouldn't.
1: And then I'd be in a situation where I'm not even in a condition. To negotiate anymore And then you can take the whole thing Or maybe what I would do Is just hire somebody To, to like run you down In the parking lot Or something right. Like something would happen And it wouldn't be good It wouldn't be very positive Something terrible would happen And it would probably happen to you, you, know, you Right you know, of course And then that Dan
0: Delgado Was now the only person Who can really make this decision
1: Yes that's entirely
0: true <laughs> Which, means Which means it's sold Which means it's sold Which means it's somebody And now and if that were to happen I technically got you more money by holding out, even though you would have wanted to go for the one million. I got you the five million in the scenario that we're presenting, just because I was being a jerk about
1: things. Uh, that's true, but also, had I we still just gone with your path, we'd we'd end up with nothing. So that should also be mentioned. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Okay, next in the tank we have Anastasia Ballura and and Trixie, of course, because. My favorite part of this pitch is at one point, I believe Mr. Wonderful refers to Anastasia as Trixie, who is actually a dog. Uh, Anastasia is in there with a company called Heart Pup, and basically what this is, is a, it's like, it's a papoose for your pooch. It's a pooch papoose. You wear it yeah. around your neck, and the dog goes in it. So if you're somebody who who likes to walk around with your little purse dog, now you don't need to put the dog in the purse. You can put the dog in the th- in the sling around your neck. There's a thing that that will attach to the dog's collar to keep the dog from falling out. Or maybe if the dog does fall out, maybe it will choke itself. So maybe that's not such a great idea.
0: But the point is... I think that there's a way around that. I think she mentioned that. I uh, think it's locked in some sort of way. She
1: says it's a little hook that that would hook into the collar. But that's that's. Oh, so then it would actually literally hang itself. That's what I'm saying, yes. Oh, man. That's a possibility. You might want to have some other thing to hold the dog in place. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, it is... (laughs) <laughs> Love this. It's, she's only looking, she's looking for $25,000 for 10%. But the best part about this, Daryl, for me, the best part about this is that it costs her $16 to make what looks like a big giant scarf, a big giant right. hammock that goes around your neck for a dog, and she sells it at $138. Absolutely. Daryl, what did you think of Heart Pup? I rid like I looked at it,
0: and you know how you were talking about other things. I could swear I've seen this a million times. Like, what are what are other people doing? I I could swear that this is just not anything abnormal. I don't understand how anybody's paying one hundred thirty eight dollars for it unless they just really want some sort of a high end product to to buy. I don't understand. Can't they just get like some sort of an oversized purse? Can't they get some sort of an oversized shawl or outfit, even, and just put their dog in here? This is just something that I have no idea how this has any mass market, how this has any mass appeal. And the fact that she sold a ridiculous amount of these things and it doesn't look like she had much business sense
1: astonishes me. It is the kind of thing where I think. I think that it just goes to show you that people who have a lot of money will buy anything. That's what yeah. it seemed like because she try- she's marketing it as not just a functional thing, but she's kind of making it sound like it's some fu- it's some high-end fashion product. It's fashionable to walk around with your dog around your neck in this giant thing. It's got pockets that you could put your phone or your purse or whatever. Or I'm sorry, your phone or your wallet, I guess, and you don't need a purse to have this. And yes, it does seem like the kind of thing that you've probably seen before. It seems like the kind of thing that's probably been around for hundreds of years. I'm sure Native Americans, if they decided to walk around with dogs, this is what they would have been doing. That's what this thing looks like to me. It's honestly a ridiculous... Ridiculous product! How is it that nobody said that? Well, I will. Nobody seemed to be all that interested in it. They all thought the dog was cute, but nobody. I mean, so what? Even
0: when they have the dog as a as a cuteness situation, or even when they're not really interested in something, they normally point out something that seems to be the obvious, and that's what makes me think that even though that's our first impression, Mm -hmm. that we've got to be wrong. We must be wrong because either they cut it out of in editing, or they didn't think that.
1: It's, you are you are absolutely right. Yes, it 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 was the kind of thing where I just kept thinking, who would buy this at a hundred and? It's honestly Then If it were twenty five dollars, I would not buy it. I'm not saying I would buy it, but I would understand it at that price point. If it's twenty twenty five bucks, I would understand it. And I would understand. Okay, this is why somebody would buy this. I like to keep my dog with me at all times. I yeah. have a tiny dog, and this is the way to do it. That would make sense, but at 130, you're probably buying a thing. This thing probably costs more than your dog. At 138 do you remember bucks. how many she said she sold? Uh, no, I do not remember
0: how many. But it was a ridiculous number. It was a ridiculous. She had sold a lot. She had done quite I well for herself. And like only online, I feel like she's already sold it to everybody who's interested. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the she, she got she's covered the market already. She got everybody. It,
1: it seems like the kind of thing where if you go to Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, you'll see people with this. But if you go yeah. two miles out, nobody even knows what it is. That's, yeah, the, kind of see, That's the kind of thing. You're going two miles out, everybody's got what what's called a leash. Yes, exactly correct. Yes. That's it, what everybody two miles out are using. Yes, it, it seems like this is, you know what? She needs to get the deal with Nordstrom's that Soap Socks has. That's what it seems like. She needs to be like in Neiman Marcus or where high end things are sold to ridiculous people who have nothing else to spend their money on. That's what it seemed like to me. And, of course, everybody went out and everybody was kind of like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. I don't really care. Uh, I'm out. Oh, and then Damon John. Yeah. He was down hey I'll tell you I will tell you what now this woman was a little flaky um, he offered fifty thousand dollars for 40 percent now she was looking right. for 25 for 10 so it's a it's, it's a huge difference yes this, is a, this offer is hugely different but what I loved about Anastasia yep I'll take it Right, because she doesn't want anything to do with
0: this. That's not what she wants. She just wants to be able to take it to the next level. I doubt that she's trying to really work. I mean, okay, she did say that she was making it in her own house, but she wanted that part gone, and um, and yes. and, and that's that's really all that probably was in it for her. She's smart. She is an attorney. She exactly. She is so she's she is smart. Just she out. realizes what she got, and it has nothing to do with money.
1: I think you are a million percent correct. I, she's she just graduating from, uh, from law school is my understanding. She came up with this in her last semester of, uh, of law school, and she probably still has this budding business that she did not expect. She did say that she just sort of fell into being an entrepreneur. She is an accidental entrepreneur were her words. I did not intend to do this. And kudos to her for being smart enough to, hey, you know what? Okay, that's not what I asked for. Good enough. You you want to be in, David? And honestly, that's the guy you would want for this. Wouldn't that's what you need for this, Josh. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. So kudos to you, Anastasia.
0: I wonder though, whether or not the deal will remain in place, because it I'm looking at the website and these things are still $138. And for some reason I just would think that if she was in deal with Damon, that they would be kind of in a different place right now. They'd be doing different things.
1: A little bit cheaper. We would have figured out that price point at this point.
0: Eh, I mean, do you think
1: that this is the kind of product, because she
0: said that her margins were insane, where it almost becomes offensive to the buyer to know that you're only spending you know when she says like 18 bucks or something like that yeah,
1: it was $16 to make it $16 to make it and selling it at 138 which is once you say fantastic. that out loud and your profit margins are that much <laughs> yeah that
0: that that's when you get into the whole range of well damn come on
1: give me a break here you you're correct it should be that or much. but i always forget about that don't you forget those things like when you see something in the store do you remember no, I don't. Yeah, you I don't. I don't remember. And I even exactly. assume. And
0: what's crazy is, I assume they've gone down more since this. I always assume that. Mm. You know,
1: the the margin. I assume that their their expenditures have decreased. They should have. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe the deal hasn't closed at this moment, or maybe they're still working on it. We don't know. That's yeah. We, we we don't know. We don't know. Good. And
0: for
1: you, one Tennessee. thing,
0: what I would love to, I think that I would like to talk to her. Because I would like to see whether or not they Really screwed her over in the editing To make it seem like I mean, I know that they did edit some things together To make it seem like the sharks couldn't get in a word But I just want to know how much they did it Because they kept showing the sharks Pretending like they were trying to talk And then leaned back in their seat And they were all doing the exact same thing So I can only imagine that afterwards They say, hey, we want to create this scene I want you to keep pretending like you want to talk And I'm sure they kept recording that
1: But I wonder whether or not she was such a talker that she, they couldn't speak I see. So do, you, do you want to put out an offer to Anastasia If she wants to come on the show Anastasia if you're listening mm-hmm. We would love to hear your side of that story And I would like to talk to Anastasia Because she was sort of cute as well Well you're married But that doesn't really count It's just a conversation Will your wife feel that way um she's not even going to know about it. What difference does it make? Why are you ruining my fun? If she if she were to find out about it,
0: will she be okay with this conversation?
1: Absolutely, of course she would. It be first of all, it would be a public conversation. Right. Yeah, but you're saying she's not even gonna know about it. Well, yeah, but only because she doesn't know about any of this podcast business. She's aware that it happens, but it's not like she's listening. She doesn't tune yeah, in. She every doesn't week. know the
0: technical aspects of it.
1: Yeah, it's not as though you know she says, "Oh, well, what you know, what show are you covering this week?" And that doesn't happen. All I mean, right. come on. Let's let's be realistic here. Besides, Take Anastasia out for dinner for all I care. That's what I get. look see. Now you're taking it to a different level. All I'm saying is that what my wife doesn't know I won't hurt her. That's so all. You,
0: you. You are you are uh, not going to agree to if she wants. If she says fine. We can have this discussion. Yes. it just needs to be over dinner. You're declining that.
1: No, I'm not saying that. In fact, that's preferable. Uh, it, uh, you listen. Will you will you tell your wife about that? All I will say is that, look, I've got to go and do some work for switching channels, and maybe I'll be back in the morning. That's all. What's the big deal? Okay, I guess there is no big deal. Thank you very much. Now let's move on to our next couple of entrepreneurs, Ken Hatton and Dustin Burke, and they have a product that's called Ninja Cards. Here is a fun game for kids 6 to 60 They are plastic cards that you use as darts. Basically, it's a game of darts. That's what they've got. But instead of throwing darts, you throw what looks like playing cards, and you throw. That really sounds
0: screwed up when you say it like that. That that seems to minimize every all of their work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the idea is, is that you know, it's there's a ninja aspect to it because instead of throwing. Uh, I guess you could pretend like you're throwing like ninja stars. So instead, you're throwing ninja cards. I don't. know.
0: The more you go on, the more. If I were them, I'd be so offended by you, you right now. Really, by by my description, this is not accurate. Yeah, be, it's not a matter of it being accurate. Yes, you are really minimizing. <laughs> everything and and I don't and I really don't believe you're trying to do that. I'm I not. truly believe that you're only the only thing you're trying to do is to give an example of the product. It would be like it's me true. saying, "Yeah, uh, next up is Dan Delgado. You know, he hosts this little podcast, you know, and who knows how many people listen to that. You got to go through Stitcher or or iTunes or whatever, ha <laughs> ha, listen to that. But he's talking into a microphone, you know, it would be something like that. They're accurate
1: with what they're saying. But it's still degrading in so, the way that they're presenting it. So my attitude is incorrect. Is that what you're saying? Your description minimizes the years of work they put into this. The years? Okay. All right, so let me try this again. Up next in the tank we have Ken Hatton and Dustin Burke with ninja cards. These are plastic cards that you would throw at a board. It's a little bit like a dartboard. It's It's a game, and it is... Uh, Honestly, everybody wants to be a ninja. I would like to be one. I'm not sure if Daryl wants to be one, but it's possible. But here's kind of a fun way uh, to, for you to sort of achieve that. You're, you're kind of doing a little bit of a ninja activity. It's kind of like you're throwing ninja stars, except it's ninja cards. And, you know, you throw it at the board, try to get it towards the center. You get more points. You see how it works. How does that sound?
0: That was a lot better.
1: That was a lot better? Okay. Yeah. There we go. All right, so anyway, they were looking for $60,000 for 30%. Darrell, what did you think of Ninja Cards? I thought that this was
0: actually kind of cool. I mean, my first instinct is that I want to play it and I want to throw it. And when they brought the sharks down there, I saw when they were throwing the card and they were like flinging their fingers, in their, I mean, their wrists in a specific way. I'm thinking to myself, this better work, you know, when the sharks come down there because the sharks are throwing it. they had a really cool board for the Sharks, too, with their pictures on it. Yes. Which is, in my mind, a a better selling tool. You want to have something like that, where you can have different backgrounds of of popular people or popular things to throw at. But I was thinking to myself, if this doesn't go well with the way the Sharks are throwing it, they're going to have trouble. But the concept of this thing, in general, I liked it. I would actually want one of these things. I just don't know whether or not this is something that has any mass appeal. I
1: don't know because I thought it was cool. I've always thought people who can throw cards. Have you ever seen somebody who can throw a deck of cards? They can throw cards and, like, slice things with it? Yeah. On America's Got Talent
0: uh, this uh, season, there was an act and uh, little kids, too, and that's what they did. They were fling cards in a specific way at long distances and knock heavy things over. It is really
1: cool. Every time I've seen it, it's really cool. You know I've seen certain uh, magicians that can do that where they can just you know and, and they throw it like they're throwing a baseball, you know like they'll kind of right. fling back and throw it real hard. you know if you do it, it just kind of flutters through the air. but these right. people can throw it with a little bit of precision and slice through you know a carrot or something like that. And it always has seemed cool. And the first thing I thought when I saw this was, oh, you're gonna slice somebody's throat on accident or, or take somebody's eye out. But then I also thought it does look like it's a lot of fun to do that, like because all right, I'm not, I, I don't have, I don't know that I have the patience to learn how to throw a deck of cards, but it looks like I don't need that patience. These things are right. are solid enough that I can just start flinging them around. So right, the yeah. sharks were able to do it. Yes, I mean I some of them fell like on the
0: floor, but but for the most most
1: of them landed. Well, I mean, considering it was the first time they were doing it, and they were right. getting a good percentage in the board. I thought, okay, yeah, I'm sure that I could probably do this. I'm sure, absolutely. I'm sure after ten minutes of doing it, I would be an expert at uh, you know at least being able to hit the board.
0: Yes. But after thirty minutes of doing it, will you have any desire to do it anymore?
1: You know what? That's a good question. I don't know. It's the kind of thing where I might not, but it's also the kind of thing where no, I might like to do this. I might like to you know take out some frustration and throw some playing cards at uh, at your picture or you know. I don't know. Whoever, whatever's This actually might day. be a cool
0: thing for me to have yeah. someplace as a stress reliever. I mean, it might exactly. be really cool. I, I've never really done the dart things. I mean, I've done it before. But something like this would be – if I wanted to get into the throwing darts, I think I would enjoy this much more.
1: I, I, You know what? I'm with you on that. I have thrown darts. It's okay. I actually find darts to be frustrating. I find darts to be – probably because I'm not very good at it. You know, When you're right. throwing at the dart board and then you're five feet away – or you know you hit the waitress. That's that's not so good. But right. the cards here and the board is gigantic. It was a you know, they, they seem to have very large boards designed for people who probably don't throw very well. And that's right up my alley. I'm
0: looking at their boards. They've got two different size boards. One is 24 by 24, and that comes with a 15 pack of cards, and that's thirty dollars. But then they've got a jumbo board, four feet by five feet. Now you're talking. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like that. How big of a difference is twenty four inches by twenty four and four feet by five inches, or excuse me, four feet by five feet?
1: Is there like is that a huge, huge difference? Well, one is two feet by two feet, right, and the other one is four feet by f- the other one is it's twice as big, right? So shouldn't it cost twice as much? Um, uh, it should cost not twice as much, but it should cost more. How much more? Uh, the so, regular
0: one's twenty nine ninety nine. How much should the jumbo one be? Uh, thirty nine ninety nine. Well, how about when I tell you that it right now it's on sale, Dan Delgado, for hundred and forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Regular price is one hundred and seventy four ninety nine.
1: Oh and I my would like God. to also
0: add this one does not come with the fifteen part a piece deck of cards. You have to buy that for an additional five ninety nine.
1: Honestly, when you told me that the other one is thirty bucks, I was thinking, Yeah, that's kind of pricey. That's a little pricey. Uh, I'm sorry. How much is the sale price? One hundred and thirty. It is on,
0: and you got to hurry up and get in there because this sale will not last. This is one hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents on sale today if you add it to the cart right now. But you can, don't forget. You still got to add that 15 pack of the ninja cards for 5.99. That's because you'll get this board, but you
1: will not get any cards with it. Maybe we should just order the pack of cards and then, you know, you could just throw them around the house and just start big be. things. Because that the be pack hard. of cards
0: seems to be the only thing that has a decent price
1: point to it in this It thing. really does. I was man, honestly, I was thinking that this was maybe be cost like $10 or something like that. Am I am I crazy for having that thought?
0: No. I mean, I listen. 29.99 I think it's just a little pricey. I'm thinking 19.99, yes. 24.95, yes, whatever. But I could sure. see myself go out. I could see myself paying $30 for this with the deck of cards. But I listen, if you tell me that the jumbo is available and the jumbo is twice the size, I'm not going to want that small. One. I'm going to want the jumbo. Yes, me too. But and, but God. when you tell me that the jumbo <laughs> is $175 You're- when it's not on sale. I don't even
1: want to have the discussion anymore. I'm ready to just move on to the next booth. Yes, that's correct. It's It's funny because it is the kind of thing where all of a sudden I'm not even interested in the smaller one anymore because I feel yeah, like yeah. you people are, are out of your freaking minds. We've yes. gotten to the
0: point that we are so far away from one another that there is no reason to negotiate here because even if we come to a middle ground, I'm still not interested.
1: All right, so should we, should we talk about what happened with these guys in the tank? Yes, please, please. All right, so Ken and Dustin, they invented this. They came up with us a few years ago. They had licensed it out. and They licensed it out in China, correct? I believe so. Uh, yeah, they licensed it out to China, and then the deal Which went This is sour. crazy. Yeah, it is totally crazy. They, so <laughs> they made it. They went to a one toy show and they got a licensing deal and it was like okay sit back and watch the money roll in which is what But didn't all it sound like do. they just really like
0: the first person that came along they just did, I got the impression the first person that came along they just said okay where do I sign Yes, that is exactly the impression that I got. I got that impression yeah. as well. Yes, and because they had they got other numbers while they were there, which which should mean that they were already signed before the other people could even make
1: offer. I think so. No, I think whoever the first person that came along was that said, "Hey, here's the money involved. Okay, here you go. There it is." Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I think. So here we are a couple of years later, the deal has gone sour, and, they, and the rights to the Ninja Cards has reverted back to these two fellas, so they are in the Shark Tank to uh, go ahead and, and get a deal out of them, looking for 60000 for 30%, and here is the problem, and it's not that the, the Sharks don't like the game, because it seemed like everybody liked the game, and we didn't even, I don't even remember getting into the price point with them during this presentation, I'm sure they did, and maybe was it was in a doubt, or am I just forgetting that that, that happened? As far as getting into
0: uh, into the price about it,
1: yeah, I don't remember anything I, I, about it. I, yeah, I don't remember either. I don't. Okay, so I didn't think so. But what the sharks did not like was the two guys. They didn't like Ken and Dustin because they felt Ken and Dustin were lazy, and everybody is out because of this. Yeah, yeah, and I, I thought that was a bit unfair
0: because I mean this is a situation where trying to tell the story, they may have had a horrible time telling it, they may have uh, uh, not really gotten all of the information in, or maybe the Sharks were just ready to go on a tearing down frenzy, which they tend to do sometimes, when they just really want to tear somebody down and look. It seems to me that if they really like this game, if they really like the idea, if they really like this product, then them being lazy would just be an incentive to take more of it because they've got to do more work. You know, I Unless they just didn't like them at all, and if they didn't like this concept at all, then they were just using that as the reason to be out. It just didn't seem reasonable to me. Where so often, you know, they're saying, "Well, I got to do this because I got to teach you guys what to do," or "I got to take on so much of the responsibility, so this is why I'm offering this." If they were,
1: if it was just lazy, and it's just buy them out. Well, I think it's the kind of thing where it we're six seasons in, and most of the sharks have been there for all six years, and and, and yeah. even if not, they've been there for a while. And all of them have a stable of people that they have to deal with now with all these tiny companies that they are uh, they are point. part in. So at this point, they got to be getting a little bit pickier. They've got to be saying, look, I only want to deal with people that I want to deal with. I don't want to have to have somebody on the phone asking me stupid questions all the time. So I, I'm going to have to guess that, that maybe now in Season 6... The attitude that somebody has is going to affect a little bit more than maybe it does in season two where yeah. all right look i like the product i believe in the product and even though you're lazy about it maybe i can make it work maybe i can jump in there and do something or maybe i can take more advantage of you you know i think there's probably some sort of annoyance factor that we don't really uh, put into the equation for these guys
0: yeah, and if this had been such an outstanding product where they just wanted it, then maybe they would do that. But yes. it's not that. Yes, that's correct.
1: Yeah. All right, so moving on. We Wait, have... before we move on.
0: Yes. What I loved is how they all were out. They yes. weren't you know, going to have anything to do with it. <laughs> but they seemed to, at the very end, they were having a blast playing that game.
1: Oh you're right. You are correct. They left and everybody got up and played the game. All yeah, the Sharks everybody was and just it. throwing yes. like crazy and laughing and giggling. They were just having a ball. You are I'm so glad you pointed that out because I thought that at the time. I tweeted it. I tweeted that fact as I was watching it. Yes, that is correct. That yeah. that was hilarious, I thought. All right. So up next we have uh Lei Yu, and I hope I'm saying that name properly, and Tyler Freeman and they are there with drum pants. Okay. Drum pants are... I'm trying to describe this, all right? They are these strips that have, like, these little pads on them, and if you slap them, they'll make a drum sound uh, connected to your phone. You get an app on your phone, and then they connect through Bluetooth, and now you can slap these things all over the place you could strap it I'm them. so
0: glad you said that because I did not understand where the actual sound was coming from I didn't realize it was through an app
1: yes it was yeah it's it's going to your smartphone it's connecting through bluetooth to to your smartphone and then it makes the sound it took me a while to, to fully understand it and I'm hope I'm, I'm describing this accurately because you can take the stri- the little strip and you can attach it to your chest or you could uh, put it around your your leg and then put your pants over it and then you kind of smack it around and uh, you know make music that way that's that's what it is. Go around and smack yourself and then hear the sound of real drums. And they had different kinds of drums that they could simulate the sounds of. You could sound like a, a snare drum. You could sound like a bass drum, things like that. They had all these different ways that, that they could tweak it. And I don't know. There's something that's that's neat about it. There's something about the, the I, I want to just correct you really quickly. Yes. I'm looking
0: at their website, and the Bluetooth – uh, de- technology goes to a device that oh. is also with this. It's not your oh, phone.
1: Oh, okay. So it's not a, okay. So it's not your phone. All right. So you have to have a little. It's like a little speaker, I guess.
0: Yes, that's exactly what it is. And you can change <laughs> the frequency in the channel or something.
1: Huh. I think I would prefer it if it went to my phone. Uh, yeah, now, I, I think so too. Yeah, because now it's another thing you got to carry around. I already well, have. If, you, if, if you're carrying around all this crap, what difference does that make? Well, yeah, but the drum thing is going to be strapped to you. Now it's another thing you gotta put in your pocket I don't like having a lot of things in my pocket But anyway, Darrell, what did you think of drum pants? I didn't like it at all, and I guess for the
0: exact Reason that you liked it Is what I didn't like I did not think that this was cool I don't want anything strapped to me in any kind of way I was confused about What it was and and how you do it And the more I learn about how it works The less interested I actually am I would absolutely never use this Ever, ever, ever And if you had it and you're yes. all in front of me and you're jumping around like a maniac and tapping your feet and hitting your shoulders and pumping up your chest, that kind of thing. It would take all of my energy to stand there and watch you do this <laughs> for a couple of minutes um, while I am looking at you ready to leave. And then finally when you're done, I would be so happy because I could finally not be disrespectful and walk
1: out. Here's, here's what I think, Daryl. Now, I, I'm not really totally into this product at all. It it seems like the kind of thing that you would see in the sharper image that that would make me think, oh, look, this thing is, is mildly interesting, but of course nobody buys anything. I don't know. Does anybody buy something at the sharper image? It seems like nobody ever buys anything there. Yeah, they. Oh, that. Yeah, that stuff is so cool, though. Yeah, it, it's full of like neat stuff, but you would never buy it. It's always seemed like it's super overpriced. It's just like a, It's just like a toy store for adults to wander into at the mall. I don't even know if they're still around anymore.
0: Yeah, I always wondered how they stayed in business. Yes, exactly. It seems. Yeah, how do they stay in business? That that's like an actual location for that uh, magazine that you see in the, on the airplanes that that uh, the, where you could purchase that stuff. The, yes. That stuff is always. Yes. This that that magazine
1: is always full of cool stuff, that catalog. It is. It's full of neato gadgets and cool stuff <laughs> that nobody – Have I, you ever ordered anything out of it? No, the- never. I haven't even come close to ordering anything. I, I have seen stuff that I thought was neat and I thought, wow, that would be cool to have. But it never goes past that point. It never goes past the point of, wow, that would be cool to have. Because then there's always a price there, and always that price always has lots of zeros involved.
0: Yeah, that price is always ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it is. It's always ridiculous, and then it kind of annoys you. And then you're just like, uh, you know. That's why anytime you've been in the sharper image, you're just there to, to mess around with stuff and then yep. get out. You know, nobody. And I, uh, me, I'm around. always asking how are they pay the rent in those places. <laughs> is that what you ask?
0: Because nobody's <laughs> ever at the. You know, they they've got salespeople that are helping you. Yeah. So they can answer any question you have. True. But the line in order to check out is ne- you've never, if you wanted no. to buy something, you could step
1: right up and pay. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, <laughs> There's that, never anybody there. That is correct. So, anyway, so, okay, so what do we have here? You've got Robert who is interested, right? Robert likes the idea of these of wearable sensors, and it's this next generation thing, and he's talking about the technology. He offers $150,000 for 20%. Right. Damon, right on top. Says, I'll tell you what, here's what I think the idea is. We license it out, and I'll give you, same 20%, but $250,000, yeah. and we'll go get that licensing deal done. Robert kind of poo poohs the idea of the licensing deal. Well, you know, that's not such a good idea, and they kind of go back and forth on it a little bit. And, you know, they, they, I guess they just like their products a lot because they did not want to do the licensing deal. They uh, didn't want to do anything. Well, uh, yeah, that's coming. But I mean, at this point, they weren't so down with the licensing. What would? What do you think of this? You've got two offers: one fifty for twenty percent, and now you've got a shark on board, or. Two hundred fifty thousand to license it out, and then you just you know you go home with your licensing deal.
0: I'm completely opposite of those guys. That licensing situation seems like heaven to me. Sure First of does. all, you're giving me money, and if it's for licensing, that yes. means I can spend it. I don't have to put that money back into the company. That's if true. That, you're just you're just giving me that money in order to get you in, That's which is just heavenly and amazing. I guess I don't listen. I'm an entrepreneur by nature, mm-hmm. but I've never been so tied to something. That the money aspect of it just doesn't matter to me. And when that happens, it seems like you're not a true business person. You may be passionate about something, but in order to be a business person, logic has got to to come into play. My daughter watched this with me, and at a certain point, I started to inform my daughter that if someone uh, uh, offered me a certain dollar amount in order to just be able to adopt her, I would have to consider it in order to just be not considered an idiot. You know, five million to me. There's a certain price point to everything. There was, and a that's point. what I say about this.
1: Oh my! There was a price point to my child. Just so you know, and anybody who's got millions can just give me a call.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can discuss it. I'm Absolutely. not saying that I'm going to accept your first offer. Sure, but we can discuss this.
1: Yes, it's probably going to be the second or third offer for me. Yeah, but anyway, all right. So they weren't so keen on the licensing deal. Damon pulls it out, and so now they're sitting there with with Robert's offer. Well, before, tape, before
0: that, though, they they did that thing where they went back th- so they could talk.
1: Yes, that's true. They, they did, did.
0: And, and Mr. Wonderful told him, you know, you know what happens when you go out of the short term. Yeah. You know what <laughs> evil happens. And I'm right, thinking to myself, well, he's out, isn't he? So, you know, wh- what does
1: he care? He's just now he's just being anti- he's just antagonizing these oh, people. He, he was so antagonizing the entire episode. It seemed like he was just there to crap on everybody. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't just out. He was out in in so supremely negative ways. It was it was always funny, but also this was one of the rare times where I was like, "Wow, do you have to be so mean as you crush people? Yeah, as you crush their n- dreams? Yes. I mean, the ninja guys. He, he he almost made it sound like he was in when he was out on that one. Here's he what I'm did. Going. He really did. Yes. It's so wonderful that you met me, is what he said. Yes, exactly. Yes. So here's what I'm going to do I'm going to, uh, you know, take it. And then eventually the story was just that uh, Hill's going to take it out back and, and destroy it somehow or whatever it was.
0: When he starts telling those stories, I, the sharks all shut up and they just look. Yes. And they, got the, yes. they always have that smile on their face because they know that they will be laughing in a second. Yep. This is true. And they're going to be laughing at you. <laughs> really, That's the way it all works out. It's really so when terrible. they went out, when they when they did go out, they I thought to myself. This is me and Dan. This is what Dan and I would have happened if we were on Shark Tank and we oh, went out, yeah. we would be arguing. And I don't know why they bothered to win out because go out, because as they're walking back in, they had not accomplished a damn thing. No. They walked back in, still
1: arguing over what they were talking about while they were out. They didn't seem to know exactly what it was that they wanted. At least that's how it played out on television. Now, so they still had Robert's offer and now they're back in and they went out and thought about it and what do they do? What do you think, Mark Cuban? You like technology, don't you? And I understood that, though. I, cause I do, too. I, we always
0: say, well, Mark hadn't officially said he was out, but we've always said that if Mark were out and there were some offers on the table, a good thing to do would be to ask Mark's
1: advice. Yes. Yes. I always think that, too. I always think that. Ask his advice. See what, you know, look, can I consult somebody? Mark Cuban. Yes. But here he didn't say he was out, and this is where, you know, Shark Shark Tech is unfair. He doesn't say that he's out. But now Robert is going to get offended because they're soliciting another offer to see if he's interested or not. Yes. And so they go ahead and they ask Mark and Mark's like, nah, I'm not really interested. And now Robert does that thing where he's pissed off and offended that you would ask somebody else. When I gave you an offer, I gave you what you wanted. How dare you go ahead and ask somebody else? What do you think this is? Right. And so now he's out. And really, I, I kind of feel bad because I always think that's unfair. You know, you get an offer. All right. Do you take the offer? You've got four other people. No, no, you have to take my offer right now. You know, the Sharks, they, they don't play fair. No, they don't play fair. And I don't want no, us to sit here and sound like a baby because I know life isn't fair. This is business. I, I understand that. But here, when this happened and Robert got offended and he pulled his offer, it seemed as though all of the Sharks were like, Yep, you guys blew it. Too bad for you. You played around and you got caught and your indecisiveness has cost you a deal. And it seemed as – it almost felt like they were all, like, throwing rocks at them. They were now just stoning these two guys. And and, and it it almost
0: seems like sometimes maybe when they're not filming, they kind of get together and almost plot how this is going to go down when they come into a situation like this. (laughs) Yes. Because they all seem to be on board instantly without ever saying a word.
1: Yeah, and – and these guys did not. Be- wait a minute! Wait, they're, they're still trying to negotiate. Everybody's out. They're still trying to negotiate. So it just looks really bad. And eventually, they literally get like shouted out of the tank. Mister One of Us is telling, "Get out! Stop yeah. talking! Get yeah. out!" It's hugely embarrassing.
0: But I don't think that they were ever even on the same page, and it makes me realize that them they never really were going to be able to to strike a deal because the two people that you need to strike a deal with couldn't agree. on on the offers. I mean they they would both have to agree and one of them was wanting to go with Damon's idea and the other one was didn't seem to want to go with either.
1: Yes. But because of that
0: indecisiveness, everybody's out.
1: Everybody's out and, and now you look bad.
0: And I'm telling you, I said to my daughter That's the end of that. That partnership is
1: done. It's 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 going to be a long, difficult ride home. I'll be tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, They they need to take separate cabs back to the Shark Tank hotel before they check out. Yeah, Yeah, it's time to get really
0: curious about what's going on. How much was this product? Do you remember? I have no idea what it costs because I'm looking at it right now. Okay. And uh, they have uh, three. They have the drum pants basic kit. Okay. That's a hundred bucks. They have the Drum Pants Pro Kit. I don't know the difference, but that's 150 bucks. And then they have uh, the Drum Neil Pert. I don't know what that – I'm assuming that's a person that I don't know who that is. Uh, and that's $229. And as I'm looking at this Dan Delgado, yes. I think that we're both right. It looks like they have support for your Android and your uh, iOS phone if you would prefer to use that.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So you can use an app probably – or yes. you could use the little device. Okay, well that makes sense because maybe somebody out there doesn't have a smartphone, or maybe someone out there intends to not put another app on their smartphone. That that would make sense. Yeah, that me. could very well be. All right, so Daryl, what did you think of this episode of Shark Tank? I thought that this episode it annoyed
0: me because if I'm not, oh, they, one person did get it. You know, the, I wanted to say nobody got a deal, but okay, there was one deal. But I don't even consider that a deal. It was this was, this was one of the most uneventful Shark Tanks that I can recall.
1: It was okay. It was a very okay episode, and you do like to see more people having deals, and you like to see the Sharks fighting amongst themselves for a deal. That's what. Yeah, there was going. no fighting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah <laughs> I'm never really that interested when somebody is flaming out. I always kind of feel bad when I'm watching that. I'm always interested in the success story, which is a little corny because I think, you know, you, know, you watch... You know, it, it's like sometimes you might equate it to when people watch those early episodes of American Idol and you watch to see people do badly so you could laugh at them. I'm never looking for that with this show. I'm always looking for... This is wonderful. And then the sharks are are fighting with each other. That's why the trauma that, that I love. Why is this why is it that this show has changed us
0: in that way? Like I'm not changed in, in, in the way where this is what I'm always looking for. But right. when it comes to this show, that's exactly what I'm looking for, and I don't know why this show does that to me.
1: I think it's partly because when people do badly, it's it's just embarrassing. And it's not like all right, so American Idol, somebody goes in there. They're a, a waiter, and they go and they sing, and if they sing badly, they'll they'll just go back to being a waiter. They'll just go back to whatever it was they did here. Somebody has clearly invested a portion of their lives into whatever it is. So even if it's a dumb product, even if it's something that we think is stupid, you don't want to see that person just be you know pummeled into the ground, right? Because here is and look, I like this idea i believe in this idea i've invested money and time you know there's a lot more work involved as opposed to yes i stood around in an arena for about four hours and now here's my opportunity right okay big very very good good point there thank you very much all right and i don't know i think we're done here are you done here I don't have any more to add. I don't think I do either. I want to thank everyone for tuning into this particular episode of Switching Channels. Feel free to uh, tune into all of the other episodes of Switching Channels. Uh, you can send us an email, switchingchannelspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at scpod. We do live tweeting during Shark Tank. So if you want to hang we around, sure for th- yes, that's right. It's very We're tweeting tweet like maniacs. <laughs> we tweet like maniacs. Yes, exactly. And tweet, anyways, well, you can And you can tweet with us. Yes, that's the idea. Please do. Yeah. Some people do. Some people tweet with us. That does know. I know. I'm not, I, come on. I know that. Well, of course you would know. And I, I actually, I guess that's about it. Uh, I think we're done here. We'll be back again next week with another Shark Tank edition. And, of course, yes. we'll have another show where we just talk about regular TV shows. That's Take right. us out of here, Daryl. We will see you next time.